All right, you ready to boil this crawfish? I don't know. They're expensive this year. We we talked about we just might as well have a, go and have a crab and lobster boil for the prices. Yeah, there. yeah. I'll be yeah. I may I'll be a little light on the crawfish this year. I think yeah. I I uh, have an appointment with my bank on uh, Thursday to just to get a loan for a crawfish a, boil. Yeah, mm. exactly. What kind of interest rates can you get on that crawfish? All about tree fitty. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation? And thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. This is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff. And the Saints continue to search for a new offensive coordinator while the candidates seem to be making their own decisions. We'll talk about what that might mean as far as the Saints coaching staff of 2024, as well as what the most recent activity on, let's just say, general Saints social media was over, over the weekend. Oh, there was something? Oh, there was. Uh, we'll talk about it. Put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and enjoy the show. On today's show, we have Jason and Wesley. Could also be Jesley still. No. It's, it works. <laughs> Request denied. It <laughs> No, sir. I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about where we left off last week with the uh, Saints coaching staff search. The fact that I think as of last week, still search guys we had brought in was Dan Pitcher, Saint Shane Waldron, Zach Robinson, Jared Johnson. We talked about Ronald Curry, Brian Greasy, and uh, what's his name Kubiak from San Francisco. I know. Wesley, you were interested in Ben Johnson, and now that Detroit is uh, out of the playoffs, you would have brought him in, but was it already announced or stated that he's staying in Detroit? He is staying. He he is staying. Um, I was more interested in Detroit's quarterback coach, not their offensive coordinator. Okay. I assumed that Johnson was going to take either the commanders or the Seahawks ben, job. Ben, jo- ben Johnson is offensive coordinator. He was not leaving to be an offensive coordinator anywhere else. If he's leaving, it's for a head coaching yeah. job. So we might get a chance next year. That's the goal. Suck for a BJ in 2024. I, I think. So So you weren't interested in Mark Brunel. Not Mark Brunel. No. He was. Wasn't he the Detroit quarterbacks coach? I haven't looked at their coaching staff. We don't. We, if, if we had a left-handed quarterback, then yes, but we don't. But I mean, I was more interested <laughs> in. I like Jared Johnson, which maybe was some of the confusion. The quarter, the coach from Houston Texans, um, and then I like both of the coaches from San Francisco, and I like Gruden. Um, good news came out this week that, well, I say sort of good news. So the 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 Jared Johnson, a lot of teams have been interested in him. But the thought was that a lot of teams have also been interested in Bobby Slowick, their offensive coordinator, and that Slowick would get hired to go somewhere else, and then Jared Johnson would just step up and be the Texans' offensive coordinator. They've announced this week that Bobby Slowick is staying as the offensive coordinator in Houston, potentially opening the door for Jared Johnson to to go somewhere else and be an offensive coordinator because I'm sure he was willing to ride it out and uh, stay there and work with uh, C.J. Stroud. If that job became available, it would have been the dumb for him to go sign somewhere else, and then that job opens up. So um, I think that opens up the door for him. And then I really think that the Saints are probably looking at 49ers offensive coordinators, and they can't hire them right now because that team's in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, mm. Johnson immediately becomes my number one choice at, at at this point in time. If we hired him, I would pop the champagne, celebrate. I'm kind of equal between Jared Johnson and Gary Kubiak. I'm more greasy. I mean, I kind of like, like Gary the, Kubiak or not, not. No, not Gary. That, that's his father. Yeah. Um, the young, Billy Acock. Tyler yeah. Kubiak. <laughs> Samsonite Kubiak. I was I was, I was way off. Ass, though. <laughs> I mean, they're related at least. <laughs> Yeah. Is it Clay? Is that his name? Clay Kubiak? Clay Clay Aiken Kubiak. It's KK. But I mean, either one of those guys from the 49ers, because I just think that, I mean, they showed it this week, they're propping up. I don't think Brock Purdy is one of the 10 best quarterbacks in football, but they're putting him in a position where he's able to make plays, I mean, when, when it matters. And I get they got some really talented guys, but we had some talented guys this year too that didn't uh, that didn't make the plays like the 49ers players are making. Right. For whatever it's worth, I mean, I, I just I don't think that I think CJ Stroud is a very, very good quarterback, but I think their offensive coordinator and quarterback coach there should get a lot of credit for getting him prepared, putting him in position and assisting him to be in the position he was to have the season he did. So those guys in Houston deserve a lot of credit for again because I think CJ Stroud's gonna be great, but he was a rookie and rookies don't have have and rookie has never had the season that he had. And and he's not the best rookie quarterback in the history of the NFL, like talent wise. Like these guys did a great job with him. And he didn't have really very good receivers either. So, well, I mean Nico Collins had a, had a pretty good year and Tank and he Dell had, before he, he got and hurt. Tank Dell, the two of them were hurt a lot. Like we're in and yeah, out. And like, I mean, right. I just don't know if those are the that's the two best wide receiver. That's the best wide receiver combo in football. I so. mean, look, Stroud could have the breeze effect. He turns average wide receivers to good receivers. The the one knock on Jared Johnson is that he has only been a quarterback coach for well, no, he's only been a quarterback's coach for one year. With he's the been te- coach with the period for three years. Yeah, he was. Hmm. 2020, he was an offensive quality control coach. Yep. With Indianapolis. I don't remember them he's, being he's known like for a quality super control fast, in their offense. Fast rising star that's come out of nowhere. That's, I mean. <laughs> and then, yeah, he was the assistant QB coach in Minnesota in 2022. So that's Kirk Cousins, and Minnesota had a good offense there. Uh, and then he was QB coach in Houston. I mean, yeah, so you could say he's getting opportunities and clearly being successful with them. But yeah, the, I think there would be a question of like, do you jump? You had one year as QB coach. You've been an offensive quality control coach. I think that's a good resume thing for in something the saints need more than anything is somebody with experience on quality control <laughs> with the uh, offense. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I, I it just, is to me, there is a risk factor with somebody who has only been a, the quarterbacks coach for one year assistant. I'm not counting, but whatever. And then never having any offensive yeah, coordinator. I, I definitely lead towards either of the 49ers guys as mm-hmm. if 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 we're going with what Jason has talked about is about wanting a, a new, new up and coming person um instead fresh, of John Gruden. Fresh, fresh. Then I would then I'd uh, I'd lean towards them. I don't I, I just I'm gonna mention this. I don't think this is gonna happen I, at all. Like I like, so I will I will lose you, my fucking mind if we promote Ronald Curry. I, I'll be pissed. It would be it would be typical Saints of this organization just to have all these interviews and just promote from within, it, because it worked so well for us this year. Right. Well, and and just it's not Pete Carmichael's not going to circle back around. He has been hired by the Broncos to, to go I mean, work for them. Yeah, we all so knew just, that was happening. But but I, but for me right now, 
not knowing the internal workings, Ronald Curry is Pete Carmichael 2.0. Like, because he was here for the front row seat. <laughs> well, maybe he knows what not so, to do. I don't know. I mean, what, what, if, what, if, what if it comes out that the last six weeks of the season was, he was Pete Carmichael, he was just Ronald Curry was the only one calling the offensive plays? Well, wasn't our offense was actually better? Yeah. <laughs> I'm you know, not following. That, I'm not one following thing I will that. say about I so Clay Kubiak and Brian Greasy. Okay, so Brian Greasy's actually only been coaching for two years. Remember, he was on TV. He was a TV the, analyst, right? He was QB. He's been the QB coach in San Francisco for Brock Purdy's two years. And look at Brock Purdy. Uh, and then Clay Kubiak has been coaching for three years. He was a defensive quality control coach with San Francisco in 2021, and then he's the assistant QB coach for the last two years. So. I'd put, I mean, honestly, that in that case, Jared Johnson has more coaching experience than to, to, to me. There's the one two. of two things going on here that, so we've done a million interviews and not offered anybody the job. So which I'm glad they're being and, thorough and talking to a lot of people. So it's one of two things. It is either because there's a 49ers coach being hired and it just, we can't hire that person or it has been John Gruden the entire freaking time. And this is just so they can circle back around and go, man, we we hi- we tried to not hire John Gruden. Like, like, don't be mad at us for his past emails and all. We tried. We hired everybody. This is the guy. It's, that, it's, and which I don't believe that. I think it's one of the 49ers guys. But it's it's one of those two scenarios. Cause if they were to hire John Gruden, if they were to interview only four people and hire John Gruden, it's a bad I mean, it's a bad look. So they 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 interview they 17. They are interview 17 people and say he's better than the other 16. And I mean, that's, I mean, but it's also, I mean, it's kind of, it's almost the same thing that they did with Dennis Allen and we are Dennis Allen anyway. You get the skins on the wall. So then, okay. Then add a third, which is Ronald Curry. (laughs) Now, uh, the only, the other thing that I will say, and so if it is say they do all that and then it is John Gruden, I don't think it is, but, but yes, if, if it is, then I mean, one thing you can say, so, of all three guys we just talked about, Jared Johnson, Clay Kubiak, Brian Greasy, one thing you got to think about too is like, are you giving these guys more credit than they deserve because they are the, first of all, they're not the OC, they are an, a QB coach, and they both in both cases, it could very well be that they just are lucking out that they have a damn good quarterback and a quote unquote, let me use the term loosely, star studded offense. Maybe well, not that, so much Houston. I mean, Sean Payton that, was a quarterback coach. Well, and, and well I know, what, but well, okay. That's now what happened when he came before in. he Tom came Landry, here. Tom Landry started out with a bad record, and he's a Super Bowl oh, coach. God. I mean, <laughs> don't forget Chuck Knoll. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yes, yeah, Sean Payton was a QB coach too, and the most offensive coordinators probably have been QB coaches. Don't get me. I'm, I'm, I, but I acknowledge the, that, but I'm also saying, like, what if these guys come in here and they fail miserably because the real reason for their success was fucking great offenses. Well, that I think happens that's the reason all we the time in the NFL. people. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, like, okay. I mean, how many I, offensive coordinator positions were there open last year? Four, like fourteen, and this year there was sixteen. People either do good at this job and get promoted, or they do bad and get fired. Half or they're Pete Carmichael and they get near, seventeen near, years. Or 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 Pete Carmichael does it for seventeen years, right. and then he goes to Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I called it. Fucking said it last week. I I think we had the over under was like. What if he makes Drew Locke a Pro Bowler? <laughs> and, and, that's the wrong and, Drew. And Drew be, he's like, Drew, oh, I got a quarterback Drew, named Drew. It's gonna work. Oh no, Drew Locke went to Seattle. Who's who's the backup? Yeah. 
Paxton oh, Lynch, Stidham. Jared Stidham, right? It Jared doesn't Stidham. matter if that whoever works what, out in is, is Jared Stidham in not... his Jared Stidham's Hall of Fame speech. He's gonna be like, thank God for Pete Carmichael. Yeah. You know, I really struggled those first few years, but once he came to Denver, he showed me the way. It's, it was not him. <laughs> it was. It wasn't him Jay, all along. Jason's <laughs> fucking dying. <laughs> what if it's? What if it was Derek Carr all along? Uh. Well, and then that's. I mean, that's the reason that you keep the Gruden conversation going is Derek Carr is our quarterback for the next two seasons. Whatever decision they make needs to be with he's the quarterback the next two years in mind. What's the best chance of us making him a top 12 quarterback um, and being sort of consistent versus. Well, but but it but also could be. And again, Jeff, you mentioned like, yeah, what if it's just because they had a great quarterback? It's like, yeah, look, that, that's always the question when you hire a new up and coming guy. Was it the quarterback or was it him or was it a combination of both? You just don't know. But like you can't not take a chance on it. You can't be scared right, right. to fail. You can't be scared to fail. If it fails, whatever, then we fail and Dennis Allen gets fired and everybody celebrates and we rejoice and we see who we hire next. But yeah. You have to at least you have to at least I'm willing I'm more than willing to take a chance on a guy who doesn't have a super history behind him and just hope it works. And if it doesn't work, well, then you try again later. But the good news is if it doesn't work this year, Dennis Allen's getting fired and we're all happy. So as we are recording this, Jared Johnson just announced he is also staying in Houston. Oh, my guy. Why would you do that? So thank you, Adam Schefter. Well, that just means he'll be a candidate next year for us. Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's holding out. Well, yeah. he he wasn't offered the job. So, you know what? It was C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick. I mean, everybody can tell that. Yeah, Johnson, fuck that guy. He's right. only been a coach for a, he's been an analyst and a coach for a year and a half. Like, we need more experience than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Jared he... Johnson. Yeah. They won oh, one oh. playoff game. So that is an interesting question. <laughs> if he stayed, if he's staying in Houston. I guess, like, if if we if well, we offered him the, the job next year. Well, hold on. If if, if we offered him the job, you would think he would have taken that over staying as QB coach. If we offered him, he would have. So stayed. so clearly, we did not offer it. We did not offer. It. All right, that does not surprise then me. They, uh, that reinforces. The, well, no, that reinforces the possibility that it's somebody from San Francisco. It's, it's probably going to be a 49ers or guy. Ronald Curry. Uh, no, yeah, I'm, just, I'm I think I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a 49ers. Dude, I've got to feel. I have confidence. When it's Curry or Gruden. I might just all right. I'm not renewing. I'm out. The curry would be bad. The I'm curry out. would be would be bad. What? Well, it it just shows a it, it shows a farce. It just shows a farce. Same thing we we did with with Allen. We interviewed all these guys. We were never not hiring Dennis Allen. If you um uh, yeah, if it's if, curry, if they hire Curry and you don't renew your season tickets, will that mean that you're gonna throw a block party? Hmm. No, I don't really block anybody. I'm not a dick. Just don't. Now, granted, I say I'm gonna not renew my ticket. I mean, I don't know, we, I, but I am. We, we we know you're renewing your ticket. Considering what about what happened? Wait, did, but did, I'm at did, like seventy percent. Did so. Zach Robinson? Uh, he took a job. He sta- well because he took he took the OC job in Cincinnati, yeah. right? Because their coordinator left to take the head job. And... Okay, so the QB. What about Dan Pitcher no, no. staying in Cincinnati? Dan Pitcher stayed in Cincinnati. Zach right. Robinson. Zach Robinson was the Rams, Rams QB coach. He oh, he right. went that's he right. went to Atlanta with. Raheem Morris. Oh, yeah, I oh, was kind of disappointed. Okay. I saw Arthur Smith got hired as the OC in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy Jeff Hartman <laughs> is not real happy about that one. I mean, I don't blame him. 
I, I mean, and that's why I, I talked to him about it the other day when that rumor came out, and I told him I was like, "Listen, that guy did not know how to use Bijan Robinson. He's not going to know how to use Najee Harris." Like, are we going to apologize to the Steelers for them hiring him? <laughs> we don't have to. Well, the Saints. <laughs> he wasn't our us. guy. Not yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, you know what I mean. Santana needs to apologize to the Steelers. <laughs> so, damn. Okay, so Dan Pitcher's out. Zach now Robinson's Johnson's out. out. Gerard Johnson, Jared, uh, so, so Greasy, it's, Kubiak it's, are still in. Dan it's really Johnson's down out. to it's really down to Forty Niners, Ronald Curry, John Gruden, and then the college guys. We don't know which colleges guys have been interviewed. Um, they are very, very secretive of college coaches being interviewed because this is recruitment time. And if there's a rumor they might leave, then recruits start dropping. So um, it's kind of accepted in the industry that you don't ever mention publicly if a college okay. guy has interviewed. That's a good point, too. Well, so. I, at this point, we might be getting de- like I'm getting desperate. It's like our choices are dwindling and I'm not liking 50 percent of what our options are. Well, you either, we either hire somebody guy. from the first or second place team, depending on what happens. In <laughs> Jason, that's because John, you're, it's down to John Gruden and Ronald Curry. And Ronald Curry, yeah. <laughs> and San I'm Francisco. Just, I'm just so, going to stab. I'm going to stab my eyes out right now. Although that's that, not really that stabbing did, my that eye. Did, that, that did not look like you stabbing your eyes out. That's why this is not a it's video. Like a shake <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're recording. Wait, wait, the video hey, piece, Jason, so. will you stab your eyes out from both sides at the same time? <laughs> only on only on the draft live stream. Stick your tongue out while you're <laughs> when, doing when we, it. When we draft a backup uh, defensive tackle from somewhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, one guy that doesn't have to worry about uh, who the Saints offensive coordinator is, is Michael Thomas. <laughs> probably not he, he is not gonna be i think he either either he's like manifest destinying this <laughs> by being like there's no fucking way i'm gonna be on this team i'm gonna find my way out or they already told him and he knows he's not gonna be out so he don't give a fuck or he's just michael thomas and uh did you see the things that he tweeted over the course of this weekend um, the gauntlet has been thrown down <laughs> that's for sure so some in case you're uh, living under a rock or you don't have twitter anymore uh, he's he tweeted there's three main tweets he said one of them was he said you see what they said about how mahomes used his eyes there eye emoji laughing emoji hashtag exactly i mean he ain't lying right and then on top of what on top of that they wasn't even trying to get me the ball but it's no denying my style of play it don't age player you will see and then the other one that I think we like the best is, well, if I hadn't got set up by a bad ball, I probably would have had a little, a light little 1,000 yards this year, but could have, should have, and I know I get but, it. By the way, he, I just, just commenting on that, if most of the things he said seem to be correct, and I'm glad there was some honesty out there, um, but he was on pace if he hadn't got hurt to have like 740 yards. He wasn't gonna get close to a thousand. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like, you saw? Did you see our offense the last six weeks of the season? He also did start uh, talking some Jeff Duncan shit. Yeah. Um, I, and, I don't uh, fault him there. He yeah. also kind of did some little hinting around about that he's a big kind of a fan of the Chiefs and oh, would be a good would be a good fit over there. And they probably. I mean, would Patrick Mahomes him. could use a guy who can actually catch the ball and not drop it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could also use guys that would play you know, more than seven games. You're right. Yeah, so every it's, two years. Look, I, it, it's interesting because, like, I agree with a lot of what he said, but it's also interesting that that he's running his mouth. And over the past three years, he has Four. not played. A, he hasn't Four. played a lot. Now, some of that, 
Look, I, I, I said it at the time. I still think we his whole injury thing, we fucked up, he fucked up. There was a lot of fucking up going around around his initial injury and what kept him out the initial time. And it sucks that his Saints career ended like this because he was so good. It just sucks the way it ended. It's just it's strange. It's like, yeah, you're going to run your mouth. But I mean, is that, you know, I mean, he's not wrong. It's just airing your laundry out there like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of goes like it kind of goes both ways. It's like, yeah, you're 100 percent right. I hate this team. You're right. But then also it's like, dude, just just let it go. Like, don't. Don't speak up, just let it go. And then just look, just move on. We it's, It sucks that we all know he's moving on, but he's he's moving on. We all kind of knew when he redid his deal, it's one more year, and then he's probably gone. Whatever. And I and I thought he was. And gonna, it yeah. says he played ten games. I don't remember seeing him in ten. I games. didn't think he played ten. Right? He made it. He yeah. got hurt in the Minnesota he, he, game. He had he had multiple games with only one or two receptions. Uh, right, there, and he, he was the, like the Minnesota on... game and the game before that. He had well. I mean, the in Bears, fairness, the Derek Carr, Derek Carr was just patting okay. the ball and didn't throw it to him. So, yeah, look, they're, they're, yeah, they're, he's mad at Derek Carr. Obviously. Yeah, look, it, it it just speaks to a lot of Mickey Loomis says. We got a culture. Well, you created, you let this fester. You hired an asshole that let this fester, and here we are. So it just, it just sucks. I'm disappointed that this is how the Michael Thomas era is going to end, just because he was so good. Uh, the Michael Thomas era ended three years ago. Probably. It sucks. It still sucks. <laughs> but we're just now admitting it. I've, I've been admitting it for the last two years. I, I didn't want to admit it. I, yeah. I was holding out hope. My whole thing is like you're literally paying a guy to take up a roster spot and he's not playing on your team. And then when people are like, oh, we can't trade him. We can't get rid of Michael Thomas. I'm like, what the fuck? He hasn't even, quote unquote, been on this team for four fucking years. You've, you might as well yeah, trade him. There's a there's and, there's a real weird mixture of I mean, the last time Michael Thomas was healthy, he was the best offensive player in football. He won offensive player of the year and mm-hmm. set records. Um, But it's also getting to the point where at like the things he said were true, so that's good, but it's almost like Uncle Rico saying them. Like you know, if if Coach would have put me in senior year, we'd have, <laughs> we'd have won state. I'd be right. I'd be living in a mansion with my soulmate. And like it's, it's I mean it's it's just, it's almost sad because it's he's four years removed from being the best relevant football player on the planet. Well, not just relevant; he was yeah. the best football player on the planet, um, offensively. Like yes. it's just uh and it's. Yeah, and 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 he had Drew Brees throwing the ball, and I, I no, there's no denying his talent though. At the same time, yeah. but yeah, you are looking at this point now. Fifty percent of his career, yeah, has been injured or, or not start not really playing. I mean, and yeah, like his first four seasons, he played pretty much every game, all because we kept him in at the end of that game in Week One when he didn't have to be in the fucking game, and we were blowing out. Who was it, Tampa? No, it was. Was it Tampa or Atlanta? Tampa. It was Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. We were, it was the first. There was no reason for him to be in the game. Was that the and 2020? It's... Yeah. Week week one and week one. We we were at the goal line. We're at the, what he got hurt at the yeah. one yard line. Yeah. It's and it, it's never been the same. On what just should have been a Taysom touchdown. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Sean knew he was leaving. He's like, peace out. I don't know. Fuck y'all on the way it's out. Just, it's it's just it's it's just this point. It's it's more disappointing. Like it's just like oh man. We're going right. to talk about the, the there was an, another interesting um we already mentioned Jeff Duncan once but he put out like it's like somebody in the Saints front office wrote a wrote a um tweet for him which is not the first time that he's 
done numbers like this, but he did put out the Saints have had their share of misses in recent drafts, as every team does. But the cl- Cubs, the club's college scouting department has also found undrafted free agents like Carl Granderson, okay, oh, getting yeah. paid a lot of money. Jawan Johnson completely disappeared this year. Rashid Shahid, you got it. Very good. JT Gray. I get it that he's great, but he's a special teams player, so shut up. Nephi Sewell. Hurt. I'm special. Nephi Sewell hurt every single year. But right. He's great in preseason. <laughs> Wait, and then he ends this with and Blake Groupie. It's so. There were 24 kickers who kicked 18 field goals or more this year who had a higher make percentage than Blake Groupie. Like, I, this, this tweet made no sense because he's listening. I mean, Carl Granderson and Rashid Shaheed, you got me. Good. There are other right. guys is like, I mean, injured guys, special team guys, a tight end who doesn't catch the ball. And Blake Groupie, a field goal kicker who misses field goals at an astounding rate. And it just, okay, yeah, yeah, you can find these undrafted guys, but what are you wasting in the picks that have right. the true value? You we, are we, tra- we traded up three other picks to gra- draft these guys. Yeah, you're completely whiffing on the draft picks that cost the most to you as a team. It's just strange. Like, I knew Jeff Duncan was always, like, the, the shill for Sean Payton, but now he's, like, somebody, like, this This looks like something from the PR department that they wrote, like, oh, we're getting a lot of heat about the draft, and oh, we, only have four, we only have five picks. We got to gotta sure. get guys. Oh, season tickets almost time to renew. We got to say something positive. Jeff, send well, this. But it's also weird because I feel like I feel like Duncan has actually been one to actually kind of, like, criticize the organization recently, here and there re- more, re- recently more, has, more than anybody right. else. So it yeah, goes against so he, everything. He, he... Right, well, but and, he's got to win and back just, some favor, so he's willing to tweet out something. But, but and the, and the tweet is just wrong. Like it's those those guys are not. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm, I'm right. He, it's like you, he, you were you were calling them out on the right stuff, and then now you're going to go and throw this stat this thing out there. Like, what? well, look, he still wants like, to get was invited. He, maybe he was out of content. Like it was a slow news day. He had nothing to say. He didn't know what to do. Ah, fuck it. Throw this out there. Maybe he's like, I'm going to test this AI and and see what that does for me. Could be the AI, or it could also be he did it intentionally because he's looking for comments and nothing better to get. Like, nobody's going to comment because they agree with you. They're going to comment if they don't like what you said. So he intentionally puts out stuff like this so that Wesley makes a comment. Well, he's he has me blocked, so I can't see his tweet anyway. Yeah, and yeah, that's really what you what say? I'm doing. You did tweet at him. You did reply. Would you quote? Tweet? Yeah, you said something like, "Oh, uh, Group A was like of the I said I said seventy five kickers who kicked eighteen percent. Then eight, he was no. two kicks yeah, under a you're completely B-Z. you're completely messing up everything. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Jeff. That's what he does. Come I, on. Yeah, eighteen eighteen percent of seventy five. I said 24 kickers in 2023 <laughs> that attempted at least 18 kicks had a higher field goal percentage than groupie, <laughs> but hashtag meh. And Jeff then, turns that into of the 18 punters that attempted a yeah, field yeah. goal this year. How many of them kicked it? How of many them. of them kicked it into the end zone on kickoffs? <laughs> and then Jeff Duncan replied back to you saying, "Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine." But... <laughs> Been waiting uh, for a moment to use that. Yeah, you have. So, <laughs> ah, all right. Uh, there is one other guy that the Saints uh, might be talking to about a potential offensive coordinator is Greg Lewis. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, Greg Lewis has been coaching for a while. He actually coached as an offensive assistant for the 2015 New Orleans Saints. Not our best year. Uh, oh, not the offense's fault. Well, 
And the offense the, was yeah, fine. Our defense, is, our defense was one of the worst NFL history. You are correct. Can't blame him for that. Yeah. And then he went on to Philly and Kansas City as uh, wide receivers coach. He was a running backs coach. Right This year he was Baltimore's he, he, receivers he, he coach. Play, he played in the, the league for eight years with the Eagles and Vikings. Yeah. And then, so, I mean, but you look at the pedigree that this guy does have. I mean, the, the Kansas City's from 2017 to 2022, and then Baltimore last year. I mean, he would be coming from yeah, I mean, good organizations. Yeah. And granted, but, now this is position coaching. But still, like, but, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take a chance. I, 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 he, I, he is, he's also, he has been a running backs coach as well. Right. Not we do need help in the run coach. game. Our run game kind of right. struggled this year. And and you I mean the the Chiefs and Ravens have both gotten the most out of un, like not very deep talented wide receiver rooms mm-hmm. um, for for multiple years now. They've figured out ways to get the the best out of a bunch of no names. Yeah. This this could be a could be a little sneaky a new uh, a dark right, horse. A new, yeah, a new uh <laughs> opportunity that we didn't see coming well apparently we did interview your the, eye on, uh, uh, on the 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 fired eagles offensive coordinator and nobody really wanted to report that because he's because <laughs> he got fired because he stuck right. so yeah yeah oh then you know the saints are interested in him <sighs> he would fit right in all right uh i think that's, can... that's most of the news i mean i don't see many more headlines that we really ought to be no, and I mean that's it. Need we'll, to be talking we'll, about this week. We'll, we'll talk about the Super Bowl next week. Basically, our big Super Bowl preview and pickums. Maybe we should combine that into a show. Yeah, yeah. No reason to do pickums this early. Oh no! All right then. Uh, final thoughts. It's funny. Like I'm more excited about the t- the announcement that happened today about Universal's Epic Universe, the brand new multi-million dollar theme park that's opening in florida you have the the two parks in one area and they had to buy land it's not far away it's like two miles away but it's across i4 but it's a brand new park there's portals to each land there's a super nintendo land there's a monsters land how to train it's, your dragon another potter C- land. celestial park dark universe how to train your J- dragon isle of burke super nintendo world and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Ministry of Magic. Ministry of Magic. That's how they connect them all. You gotta go to, now. You gotta go to all three parks if you want the full Harry Potter. But it's experience. it's 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 the first it's the first brand new park built from scratch in like twenty five years, and it's and, just it looks it looks amazing. There's there's a guy on well, Twitter called Bio Reconstruct who's been taking the aerial photos of everything as it's being built. But today was their the first official announcement with all the concept art and the videos and stuff. But it's it's going to be amazing. Now it's going to be a shit show in terms of crowds. I oh, may man. wait a year to go because it's going to be it's going to be pandemonium. I don't think I can wait. But it's it's going to be fucking awesome. Well, and they're doing a Helios Grand Hotel that's right in the middle of it. That's uh, by Celestial Park and all that looks also just massive and crazy. Helios, like the company from uh, For All Mankind. You you start in Orlando, then you go to Mars. Yeah, right. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. And I but, like it. But it, it's going to open in 2025, and it's going to be amazing. And um, I can't wait. That's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. You can follow us on all socials. Search for Dome Patrol podcast. And don't forget, subscribe on your podcast app. Give each episode a five-star rating. Give us a comment. Set up auto-download so you can listen to the Dome Patrol podcast anytime, anywhere. Say bye-bye, donkey. Bye-bye, Johnson donkeys.
The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.